I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to October's Very Owned, the podcast about Drake. The only podcast about Drake that we know of. Um, that is now taking a special edition um, uh, to talk about Drake some more, I guess. Um, welcome to uh, Noisy. Uh, we have a few members of the team here to bring this podcast back um, in honor of the crazy, wonderful, extravagant year that Drake has had. Um, who do we have in here on the pod? Hello, I am Colin Joyce. I know some things about Drake. I write and edit for Noisy. Hey, I'm Trey Smith. I, uh, I'm a social editor at Noisy and general weed smoker advice. The famous crab smoker. Yeah, I definitely have. You've never seen Drake do that, but I feel like he'd be into it. So maybe he and I aren't as different as I think we are. Well, Noisy's already established that Drake can't smoke weed, so... But it's me, Kristen Corey. I am a staff writer here at Noisy, newcomer to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Thanks. Yeah, welcome to the pod. <laughs> so why are we doing this again? Well, I can't believe we're doing this again. Uh, after we talked about Drake every day for the month of October in 2017, uh, we drove ourselves crazy. Um, we imagined what were some of the highlights. We imagined what Drake Saturdays were like. We imagined what Drake Sundays were like. Um, we went pretty deep on his. <laughs> Those are the highlights <laughs> of this podcast. Those are the, Y'all sing him happy con- birthday. The content yeah. that we bring. <laughs> we went deep on his production skills. There was some serious stuff, some funny stuff. You know, it was a whole big whirlwind. I was only um, on one episode, and it was uh, imagining what music Drake listens to, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, that which, sounds about right. Which was a weird concept for a podcast episode, if you think about it, because you can probably Google that. Yeah, indeed. But, but you know, we had a whole month to fill, so. Yeah. And um, you're probably, you know, the loyal OVO heads out there. Um, Wait, isn't OVO Radio a podcast about mm-hmm. Drake? No, that's a Beats One show about Drake. Okay. No, no affiliation. <laughs> no affiliation. Um, the uh, uh, you're probably all the the loyal listeners out there are probably wondering where Dan Ozzy is. Um, Dan Ozzy declined uh, to talk about Drake again um, because he, I think, got enough of it. Or I, I actually have a statement here that I would read, <clears throat> but it's actually just a gif of Lou Gehrig's retirement speech. Yeah. Um, Lou Gehrig did retire because he was uh, incredibly ill, and I don't know if that's what Dan was trying to communicate, but I'll leave that up to you <laughs> to determine. <laughs> so Either way, he's the luckiest man on the really face of the earth. just yeah. sick of Drake. That's, that's yeah, what I, I love. I think it broke him last year. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
we're here talking about Drake again, and I don't know why. But tomorrow is Drake's birthday. When you're listening to this, actually, today is Drake's birthday. So we thought this would be a really great opportunity to um, discuss what the hell has gone on with Drake over the last year. Because I think, in hindsight, we maybe picked the wrong year to do October's Very Own because... Drake nope. didn't really do anything in 2017. Yeah. And he did we, all we, of we, the things. Yeah, we couldn't have predicted this, man. It's not our fault. It's Drake's fault. Yeah. So um, why don't we just kind of go top line down maybe some of the major things that we're going to talk about on this podcast. Um, first is, well, Drake put out a new album this year called Scorpion. It's pretty Never long. heard of it. <laughs> it's pretty long. It's pretty good, in my opinion, but we'll get into that. Uh, there's a bit of a beef that's been going on between a rapper named Pusha T and uh, Drake, which has been pretty fun to watch if you're any sort of fan of entertainment or rap music opera. or whatever. Or Bullying. opera. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Kanye and Drake, which is kind of connected to the Pusha T-Drake thing, but they've kind of got their own thing going on. Rumors that Drake has a relationship with Kim Kardashian, um, other stuff. Um, you are hiding a child. I guess that was <laughs> probably the bar of the year. The bar of the year. Yeah. Uh, we have a note here that's just Drake and underage women with an exclamation point. We're that's really just starting with pure <laughs> yeah. libel and slander. <laughs> um, so why don't we start off with the rapper named Pusha T. Virginia Beach is very own. <laughs> Probably not their best because Missy Elliott's from Virginia Beach, but one of the greats from Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. It's been around for like what, like a good damn near twenty years now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Drake should have known when he was getting into man. Mm-hmm. So where did it start? Uh, I think it started with like one time Pusha T didn't like the sneakers Lil Wayne wore and then uh, I think it was a Bape sweater yeah 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 yeah, it was Bape related and then somehow t-shirt beef turned into people's entire lives getting exposed Mm -hmm. and so Pusha T released um, that's really on brand for Drake actually (laughs) that that it would snowball like that and it was like over a decade ago at this point Um, but one would argue maybe that it was Pusha T who kind of couldn't let this stuff go but Pusha T put a response, I mean, everybody knows this, Pusha T put a response on his album, Daytona, which came out at the end of May. Um, but that was retaliation for Two Birds, One Snow. Yes. Right. Yeah. Which was retaliation for something else. <laughs> yeah. And this this is just like, yeah, what, this is like the, what was Romeo and Juliet uh, families, the Capulets and the Montagues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like, nobody knows how it started, man, but people still thumbing their noses at each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so Pusha T thumbed his nose at Drake <laughs> with a song called Infrared, in which he kind of called out all of Cash Money, um, said he was going to put him in caskets. Oh, wait. Yeah. And, uh, and then so that very day that Daytona came out um, and that, that disc came out, um, Drake responded immediately to Pusha T with a song called Duppy Freestyle. That was kind of a banger. It was great when it came out. I remember being at someone's house and we listened to it on a loop, like on the TV. It was an amazing time, but it was just like, I feel like he reacted a little too fast. Yeah. Push kind of baited him. He pulled him in 
And then And he thought it was a meek situation. Yeah. He thought he could back to back his way out of it. Yep. It sound <laughs> even sounds a little bit like back to back. It's kind of got that same swagger. I was in Toronto actually when that released and I remember pulled like I was with my my girlfriend's family and I just like went off and listened to it in the bathroom <laughs> with my headphones on and I was just like wow like and I it felt very uh but you oh. went to the bathroom, like, just, just, <laughs> just to listen. To, I mean, I was in my girlfriend's dad's apartment. And I, I mean, it's work. You work in music. You have to know these things. I'm sure they would have understood. I don't know. You're it's pretending like you're taking a dump just to listen to Drake. <laughs> and you didn't just you listen one time. Eric was pretending to take a dump. To I'm like in to Toronto, panicking because I, I like was so stoked on Push's original, like very, very first disc, and then I was like, oh my god, I can't believe Drake did this again. And I mean, I thought it was like over. Uh, immediately and I think a lot of people responded that way too they were like oh my god this is so fire nah I remember Exodus 23 verse 1 like yeah that that song was just like that's when Drake should have known that like hey this is going to be like the next five years of my life if I respond to this in any shape Mm -hmm. or form so let me just who has the time Mm -hmm. Drake thought he did and it mm. yeah so then two days go by and Pusha T responds and I, I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced that kind of thing as a rap fan and a rap journalist, like over the, like in my professional career. Watching that happen and listening to that song for the first time. You have to add the blackface, the imagery. So I, I saw that before I heard the song for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like immediately we pulled it up, started like the, that image, which is just so twisted. God. <laughs> And I thought it was Photoshop at first, too. And then Pusher, like, as soon as I thought that he tweeted out, this is not Photoshop, <laughs> this is the actual image. And it was just like, wait, God, he's a better journalist than all of us. Yeah, man. and in that song, Pusha T, um, one reveals that Drake is hiding a child. But that's not even the big, that wasn't even, like, the biggest thing that happened in that song. The, what was bigger than that? Well, when he insulted 40 for... Having, but people knew, you know. It's true. You know, forty sick. You didn't know Drake was hiding a child. It's true. It just kind of felt piling it on one another, where it was like, oh my god! Not only is he saying he's hiding a child, he's also ca- ticking for his friend's death. It and was. He, he used his tag to like make fun of him too. It was like six, six, six. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. What else did he say on that song? Said you were hiding a child. He came at Drake's parents. Yeah. He said like his mom. St- he said his mom was unwifeable. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty I'm, fucked up. <laughs> so why do you guys think that that diss was so effective? Because it was just the meanest thing that's ever happened, or people thought Drake were, was untouchable. And like when you pair the imagery, you pair like the whole title of the song. People are like, "What the hell does this even mean?" And then it was just like the way he packaged it was literally just like, like like you said, Colin, it was like a soap opera. It was just like, oh my gosh, he's saying more. And then there's more. And then there's freaking more. And it's like, we all gave Drake, the ben- not the benefit of the doubt, but like we watched him prevail in the whole Meek situation. And it was also just like a turn of events of like Meek's life kind of getting back on track. So it was just kind of like the, the universe was just 
not really in Drake's favor in this case. He's just so good at controlling his own image. Like that's that's like one of his greatest skills as an as a public figure. And I mean that's true of a lot of public figures, I guess. But, but I feel he's like, like the best. He's a at master it. at it. Listen, nobody would have dug this up on Beyonce. Right. Right. He's he's so good at keeping these stories that I mean they were they were like TMZ items about him possibly having a child and stuff like that. But he was good at like somehow like shedding that stuff and not having it become part of his image. And for for Pusha T to puncture that, I think that's what made it so striking. Is that like, oh shit! Like he's actually like a real person. Mm-hmm. He's got all this stuff. Oh, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, but like, it was Pusha had an answer for everything. Like Drake tried to write that little note afterwards, be like, "Well, I know everyone's enjoying the circus," and it was like, "Oh God!" Like I, I kind of feel bad. Yeah. For just, I'm just like a pig in filth right now, man. I'm loving this shit. Yeah. And like he, you could just tell he was like somewhat defeated in that, and he gave that whole thing about like this is us trying to bring attention to problems African American actors go through. And I'll push it to you. Was like number one, you're Canadian. You're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about African Americans. Y'all got your own problems. Second off, like you've been around for how long? And this is the first time I ever heard about you talking about black issues. And it right. was like. Yeah, and just watching the Drake like stands, just scramble, mm-hmm. just go like, oh, oh, Pusha T's old. He's an old bitch. Mm-hmm. Who cares about us? It was like, well, he kind of just killed your, 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 the guy who's basically your dad. So yeah, it not only like fucked up like that that public image thing, but it, it also seems to have messed up with messed up his album rollout to some degree because a lot of the stuff. The, this is the the vague recollection that I have of the reporting around this. So maybe um, direct your corrections to at uh, Eric Sunday on Twitter. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's Colin's Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, that a lot of the record was finished, and the 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 tracks that people took as him addressing Pusha T's diss were theoretically finished before the diss happened. Well, like on the LeBron show, he said that Scorpion was sixty percent done. Oh, okay. Well, I, so I guess it wasn't. So he said all the way there. Right. So he said it was sixty percent done, and he said that um, March fourteenth had already been made, mm-hmm. and Connie, like Kanye, had already heard it or, or whatever. So I mean, that's what I would have thought. Like I said, I I don't listen to Side A, so that's like right. I don't ever listen to it ever again. But that's what I thought on Side B was like. Okay, well. Maybe he, like, felt like he had to address this because I just personally didn't see, before this whole Pusha T thing happened, I didn't foresee, like, Drake is going to announce that he has a child on this album. Do you know what I mean? Right, no, and, but totally. Imagine, imagine, so imagine it did play out the way that Drake said it did. That that would have just been such a big gut punch reveal on mm-hmm. the album and Pusha T just ruined that. Yeah. Like, right. if nothing also else. Also ruined his Adidas deal. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's when he was going to introduce the kid. Yeah. Like, was it Adonis? Yeah. Yeah, like, His he name re- is You Are Hiding a Child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's going to have to say about this someday? <laughs> Man, that is none of my business. It doesn't sound like Drake's planning on talking to him. Like, in that song, he's like, I mean, we'll talk when, when you get old enough. Like, okay, so when? When the kid's, like, fucking 13, 18? Like, when do you plan on talking to this child? Do you guys think, is there any part of you that wonders, like, did Push, has is Push gone, did he go too far? No. There's been the whole thing about their rules to the society, and Drake tried to say as much. And it's like, yeah, but you're kind of the one who broke the rules first, man. It's like if I have something with somebody, I have it with them. I don't have it with them, and then their family, and then also their friends, and all. Like you and I have a problem, is you and I have a problem. We got to work this out. 
So you think that it, it became okay for Push to go to that level when he like started introducing the like we mentioned Push's fiance and the song. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I don't I don't think you could throw a fistful of shit at somebody and then be mad when they pick you up and throw you in a pool of it. <laughs> like I think like yeah, there's there's no like. Yeah, if somebody hits you, you're not going to hit them back just as hard. It's like, nah, it's one of us has to die. <laughs> you know? I was, and, so, and, I, yeah. it, it was, it was amazing seeing, because then that was the week that the Kanye album came out as well. And I just, the, the reaction and the ripple effect of it all was pretty amazing to watch. Like, like, I feel like that was something, well, one, you are hiding a child has like entered the lexicon of just. Every, I've just been saying that to people to yeah, arguments, man. Yeah, like, you're yeah. hiding a child. It's like, well, it, uh, which is crazy. But then two, you know, like, you know, like comedians, like if Saturday Night Live was on, like they, they would have made jokes about the, the beef. Like, I feel like it made like CNN headlines. I don't even, I don't know if that's true, but it was just like, it, every, it was everywhere. And I mean, I remember when we published the, the response and like our, you know the writing about it, like the traffic on it was just like through the roof. Like I guess, I mean, I think it's to Col- what Colin was talking about earlier, where it's just like Drake had been kind of so untouchable and so curated and so, and it was just like push, just like he's the only one who maybe could have done that, but it was just like kind of it was like amazing to watch as just like a fan of rap and like pro wrestling, and you know it was just like wow, I cannot believe someone dethroned someone so badly. And but like, is he dethroned though? Because it's, it's almost like the album came out. You know, people like had their um their their own decisions about like what what might have been already made or like what was altered from Pusha. But it's like people just genuinely will not stop with Drake. You know, and I I'm wondering how detrimental the diss has to be at this point, or like what kind of dirt would have to come out about him. For people, for Drake to be canceled, and I don't know that that even exists at this point. Yeah, I think in my, <clears throat> I mean, I think it's it's a stain on his career forever. In my opinion, like I don't think he's, you know, obviously Drake's going to sell, like he's going to go number one, and he's going to have a number one single, like and and I think even Push spoke on that in an interview. He did an interview with um, Craig he Jenkins. So he did interviews. a lot of interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he did an interview with Craig Jenkins at Vulture, and I think in that interview, he was like, he was like, look, man, like, you got the number one record, like, you, like, you got it, like, good job, like, listen, you know, you, you, you've got top streaming, like, whatever, it's, he's not even, like, really concerning himself with that, and I think that's what allows him to do it so effectively, is because he's like, yeah, Drake, you're the number one artist in the world, but I don't really care, and I'm gonna, like, still be able to cut through with like truth or whatever that means and and I think that that's <clears throat> why he was able to hit so effectively it's like even as Drake's gone on the defensive about like you talked about LeBron showing though even after that Pusher was like no tell these people the truth 40 gave me the uh, info mm-hmm. which is yeah. like I, I really don't know if that's true or not but it's just funny <laughs> on, a, like, he's on just a four fucking hour with now, podcast <laughs> with Joe Budden <laughs> that no one probably that, listened to no, in full no way god um, but like it, it's just been an entire thing to watch. Where Drake, for some reason, will never get away from this. He'll he never won't. get away from this. He'll try to like he'll come back in a year and like make a comment about it again or something, and then that's just like push it to. I promise you, he has like Apple News notifications. 
Like, he just wants to know immediately, like, every time, like, his name leaves Drake's mouth. And it's, I think that's appropriate. I think, though, like, if you're going to position yourself to be, like, someone like Push who is, you know, doing all of these cocaine bars and street rap and all that kind of stuff, you absolutely need to bully your opponent until they cannot be bullied anymore. I feel like... I mean, Jabari ran that piece about being a villain. You can't half-ass be a villain. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to do it and your opponent is going to be somebody as big as Drake, go balls to the wall. Have your RSS feeds. Have your have your alerts. Like, be Hire diligent. Your investigative journalists. <laughs> exactly. Go to go to journalism school. Like, do do what you have to do. And it's just like, like that wall of Drake is not going to be penetrated unless someone is like, I'm not going to stop until this guy is annoyed Mm -hmm. do you think that this works for drake though like this whole this whole beef despite all the puncturing or whatever i feel like it just the the idea that there's someone who's in a very petty way trying to destroy him is just so in line with the themes of his music over the years it just like it's like proving everything that he's already said now i believe it though because before it's like drake you're so fucking corny like who Who's hating on... You know what I mean? It was just like, well, who who feels like this? It, it kind of felt like, you know, the kid at school who's like, oh, I have I have all those Jordans. I just... My mom said I can't wear them. <laughs> but it's like, now I actually believe it. It's like, okay, now, like you're saying, it, it's playing to the story and I'm happy that everybody's able to see it unfold. And I guess if it gives him some, like, I don't know, street cred, because I don't... That's not something Drake has ever had. Right. You know what I mean? Like when if you're reading this is too late came out, it was like, oh, okay, Drake, you're being big and bad, but like I still don't believe you halfway. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, you have an opponent and I'm happy to see this play out. But if he destroys you, he just does. Like, right. I, I guess I, I guess that that's what I mean is like th- this this seems to do something for Drake's narrative. Like now he I don't think it does. No. I think Not. he's so I mean so he he like when he spoke in the LeBron interview like he's clearly so annoyed and like like aggravated by this. Like it's kind of like this pain in his side that just won't go away. Like he can tour the world with the three Migos and like perform on a fucking iPhone screen and like have drones fly all over arenas and sell that out and do all of those things. But he's still like got that pain in his yeah, side. You for know? some reason, that's not enough for him because like he wants everything, including like. He wants just, like, to be able to walk through any hood and be, like, just adorned with love and everything. And it's like, nah, man, it's like, you got to pick and choose. You got to pick and choose, man. And, I mean, he started off in Degrassi. Like, I'm pretty sure he he knew something like this was going to happen. Like, people were going to try to poke at your credibility just just off the fact of you being a child actor. You know what I mean? It's telling that the first thing that came out after the diss was that... The was Push the, a T mic? What, no, the video that... That was the Degrassi reunion. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Upset. I'm upset. Yeah. 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 He knew what he was doing there. Well, and yeah. I think I think it's like if you look at the actual diss, the push diss, the first lines are um, like, "Let's talk about your pride." Like he's like, "Let's <laughs> like ghost riding aside, like all these things, like all these things that Drake seems to like." be so defensive about. He's like, "Yeah, but like, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about." like your character as a human being, you know? <laughs> and it's like shit. <laughs> um well so why don't we move on? Um I mean we'll keep talking about this for sure, but but I think the next thing we have on our list because as far as the timeline goes is a few weeks after 
Drake's career was ended, he put out <laughs> the most um, popular and streamed album of the year, um, I think. Is that, that a, is that a, I don't know if I've seen that number, but it just has to be it true. Must be. Yeah. Because so I, the stat that I saw this week, because Drake's always breaking Billboard stats every week. Um, the one that was this week was that uh, he broke the Beatles record for most top ten songs in a yeah. year. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram from his Instagram. His <laughs> <Of course. laughs> his uh, high school teacher texted him congratulations about that. Um, I can't even name ten songs on Scorpion for what it's well, worth. They're like thirty, so yeah, yeah, wait, thirty too much. So, do we think what's the consensus on Scorpion? I've listened to about four or five songs on it. Like I, I've talked to all of you about this man, but don't give me a fucking album longer than The Lion King, man. <laughs> Like, don't, this shit should not feel like watching a movie with no visuals on it, you know? Like, I, I heard Nice for What, nonstop slaps. Nonstop is... Yeah, not, yeah but that, that's, like, mostly Take Keith. Like, mm-hmm. I could have listened to a lot of other people on that beat. But luckily for Drake, he got that one. And then, like, what else is on? I, I didn't really like God's Plan when it came out, and then that's about all I can think of off that album off the top of my head. So... I, I want to talk about my first listen to Scorpion because I actually, for maybe through masochism or wanting to do my job right, I stayed up until it came out on that Thursday night. Um, and I was playing uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 online and had uh, the the sound effects of the game in one headphone and another headphone I had Scorpion. It was that pretty is, much the wait, I- what? <laughs> it was it was the, it was the ideal listening situation for that Colin, record. You're a psychopath. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's I think music that you're not really supposed to listen to all that closely. It just sounds really good and is a very good like lifestyle soundtrack record, which is like what Drake has always been about. Is like kind of like. An, a feeling or like an accoutrement to like like the the aspirational thing that he projects what whatever level of believability there mm. is in that um so sitting on the floor of my apartment listening to scorpion for the first time playing call of duty yeah i thought it was great um and then i didn't listen to it again until today <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say on the first listen I w- like not that I wasn't impressed by the first side. It just also like his bars just weren't really there for me. Like the like just rhyme schemes, rhyme patterns. It just was. It fell a little bit flat because like on the the hard side, just like okay, it's not really connecting for me. But okay, side B, you had your typical Drake, your nice for what's, your in your feelings, which city girls. Hello, mm-hmm. like I'm just happy that he put them on, but like. That was the more memorable side for me. But again, that wasn't an album where it was just like, oh, I'm feeling away. Like, let me put on Scorpion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sometimes maybe I'll put on side B, but I won't. It's not, I don't not skip. You know what I mean? And, I, and a Drake album hasn't had an effect for me to not skip in a very long time. His albums just for, for a couple in a row have been so engaged with the, the streaming ecosystem. And mm-hmm. I don't think that he made any any effort to change that up on this record. Oh no, we all saw Spotify's homepage. Yeah, yeah. The day for it sure. dropped and they had Is him like on the gospel? <laughs> yeah, they had him on like the cover of the gospel <laughs> playlist and stuff. And it's like this I don't know what's going on here, man, but Drake is clearly at this point where he's too big to lose. How and old is Drake today? Well, will he be? When they listen, 32, I believe he's a year older than me. 
I don't know why I know that. <laughs> Just off the top of my head. You know, you're the thread in this. He's he's a year older than you. Kanye and you share the same birthday. We don't share the same birthday. I'm I'm like we have the same same birthday month. Birthday We're both month. Gemini's. Sorry. Oh, Gemini Yuck. too. <clears throat> Yuck. Um, yeah, I mean, my listen to Scorpion was kind of like, I just kept hearing you were hiding a child, like, the whole time, you know, like, it was just, like, the first, there's, there's so many, it, it feels like you're just, like, kind of, like, my first listen, I was like, okay, this is kind of like if my nephews were, like, really, like, trying to tell me that they're really tough, you know, <laughs> like, and I, because I just couldn't get it out of my head that, like, his career had just like I mean that push it just dissed him so goddamn hard and and it was just like wow man like he's just like trying to prove so much and just being like no I'm like really cool man like I'm really awesome like I got women it, it, it just like very like the, the the like corny Drake bars felt like especially corny after that um, and then the fact that it was like so long was just like like kind of hit me it just hit me and i don't know it was just not it wasn't the kind of reaction that i've had <clears throat> to previous drake albums and like my reaction to previous drake albums is that like each one is awesome and i can't stop listening to it like the first couple weeks that it comes out <clears throat> so i think like that i don't know it was it was de- definitely felt different i thought it was going to be good like i thought he was going to deliver because he had so much to prove and i like, it was kind of his legacy was on the line a bit with it, but that he just didn't. That's, that's the thing. He had stuff to prove to other people, but he knew if he just banked on his fans, he would be fine. And, you know, it's not to say he's like Trump, but it was the same way Trump <laughs> just spent his time appealing to white people that election, and it worked out for him. Yeah. The other thing for me, and I think about this often, when I think to play the, the album that I don't actually play, I always think like, damn, remember that time Drake made an album about how he hated the woman that he made a child with like he wasn't there, like like he didn't participate in the sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like if we're, you know, if we're going to have the conversation about Nicki Minaj being too old to make an album like Queen or too old to be engaging in, in any of the shenanigans that she does. If Drake is 32 and Nicki Minaj is 35, do we not hold him to the same standard of like... Okay, Drake, that's what happens when two consenting adults have sex. Like, they have unprotected sex. They have kids. And that's what happens. And it just felt like, going back to your comment about your nephews, it feels like an album from an 18-year-old rapper. Like, damn, I got trapped. Like, yeah. bro, you're the fucking biggest rapper in the world. Girls are going to want to trap you. This is what happens. <laughs> like, deal with it. Move on. Make an awesome record. You didn't do that. And that's okay. But, like, I don't want to hear about it for 30 songs. Like, the, all the Instagram bars. That was that was enough for me. I, I, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it? Like, she goes to Rome, but just Instagrams for people at home. Yeah. <laughs> and, then you, and then you have, like, 18-year-olds on Twitter, like, damn, Drake really nailed this generation. Whoa. And it was like, motherfucker. Like, I, he knows what he's doing. And, like, respect to him for it, man, but, yeah. Maybe he's more like the Ted Cruz of rap. <laughs> We're just co- doing our best to compare Drake to various Republicans. Or politicians. Yeah. <laughs> or politicians in general, man. We could talk about who else. So it's, it's, actually, no, I'm not going to say yeah, that person's not name. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to pivot too hard, but um, speaking about Drake as potential man-child, he, his, one of his other big moments this year was uh, streaming Fortnite with Ninja. Mm. Um, or when he called Logic out? 
I d- don't know if I'm aware of that. It was a long stream. I think there was one point where he was like, "Tell Logic come get it too," and it was <laughs> like, "What? How did Logic end up in this, man?" Yeah. So it. For for what it's worth, March fourteenth is the song in which he addresses his um, his child. Uh, on either March thirteenth or fifteenth, he was streaming Fortnite mm-hmm. with Ninja. <laughs> Not drawing any conclusions there, but we're just gonna leave those facts for the listener to kind of connect the dots mm-hmm. there. Um, Drake. Not very good at Fortnite, from my professional opinion. Yeah, Colin's a—he's the expert. Yeah, Colin's a gamer. <laughs> so it's interesting though, because we're sitting here talking about how Scorpion is so bloated and not very good, or you know, it's definitely—I think it's I, I, my personal opinion. Is that, I mean, I think the general critical consensus of it is very like, well, meh, you know, like what we're kind of talking about. I still think it about. sounds great. I think yeah. I think that it, it might have better beat selection than than any other Drake project. Yeah, possibly, totally. However, not much content. Yeah. To it. But yet, it's still sad at number one for, you know, all of the summer. And he got a number one song off of it. He's probably got more number one songs to come from it. So I guess my question to you guys would be, like, how was he able to do this again? A viral video, a viral dance. You think it was um, all the dance? You I don't think, think it was, it was all, all the dance, but that definitely helped him a lot. You know, I feel like once people were learning that dance, push a T who, like, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of was just like, oh, I don't even remember. The people, the demographic that was doing that dance heavy, they don't remember what happened, what, yeah. what Pusha said. You know what I mean? Especially when Will Smith and, like, Odell are also doing the dance and stuff, you know? Exactly. It's like there's just too much star power there for anything to really cut through. And, like, yo, I mean, like, we've talked about it before, but he's basically Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, no matter what happened, like, we all thought that Kim K got Taylor out of here when she played, like, the video of the phone call and showed that Taylor was lying and all. And that didn't move the needle at all. It just made them more rabid, or made the Swifties more rabid, and, like, to get Taylor back to the top. And, yeah, Drake legit has stands now. Yeah. And and, and not just, like, rap stands where it's just, like, some old dude, like, out on the block in a Pele Pele coat yelling (laughs) about, like, yo, he's got bars, man. You don't know about that. I'll throw a whole Timbaland at you. Uh, (laughs) That's New York slander, first of all. (laughs) I apologize to any people still wearing Tims and Pele Pele's. (laughs) Please do not throw one at me. But, like, yeah, it's, it's... He's just in that whole kind of sphere with, like, the Swifties and the what are Ariana Grande fans? Grandes, <laughs> G- Grandes. What are they? I don't, I don't know, but like yeah, Gaga's monsters and like BTS army and shit. Do, like he's. Do Drake fans have a name? Uh, the Aubreys. The Aubs Aubreys. I don't think so. The, I don't. I, I mean, the, our, six, our, disi- our, the six disciples. Like, do, do people actually like? I, I don't think people mobilize in the same way for Drake that that they. That's what I mean. I think your point about it just kind of like sounding good and like I'm sure that I mean it just like you just put it on. People just kind of. I feel rides. like he's kind of just like ambient, he, not ambient music, but just like like in the way that. The, you have to breathe the air. You mm-hmm. have to let Drake in in some ways, you know? Yeah, it was interesting. Alphonse Pierre, who's now a staff writer at Pitchfork, shout out to Alphonse. He wrote a story for Noisy before he he, he went over there earlier this summer, um, and he pitched the headline to me, and it was just, uh, Drake hit a damn child and still dodged a bullet. 
And I think that that piece kind of really did a good job kind of highlighting the things that we're talking about where it's just like he's he is this he's like Walmart, you know, or like he is this like huge entity that just the force is just moving and it can't even it, it will never be stopped. There will be like stains on his legacy and like, you know, real heads maybe think differently about Drake or whatever, but he has inertia. Yeah. Yes. So, so Drake is fossil fuels is what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. the conclusion that we've made. So I guess in, in other people who are too big to fail, we'll see. But Kanye West and Drake have seemed to have a little bit of things going on, which is obviously stems from... A few things. The, yeah, the, and like the Pusha T things connected all this as well. But, you know... There's a lot of gossip headlines out there, you know, there's rumors that things are going on behind the scenes, but I'm kind of curious what your guys' general thoughts are on Kanye West and Drake at this very moment. I think Kanye's summer is the luckiest thing that could have happened to Drake this summer. <laughs> like, I, And, like, it's pretty obvious why, you know, like... We'd probably still be talking about the Adidas line getting shut down and everything if Kanye wasn't out here. We don't have to get into it. We know what <laughs> the fuck is out here. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that is, man, that's a, that's a whole nother season of a podcast. But, like, yeah, this whole whatever you want to call it is going on with him. It provided a whole bunch of distractions and gave Drake something else to be like, oh, I'm the villain. I, I'm having a bad time. Look at this fucking guy over here. I'm not even wearing a hat right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Also on the LeBron clip, it made he made it seem like Kanye strategically placed those albums around his release, right? That's at least I how that. I'm I believe it. I believe that, that too. I think Kanye and Drake just fucking hate each other. Even though they, like I feel like there was mutual respect at one point. They worked together this year. Yeah. They did indeed. And I but I think it's kind of one of those things where it's just like they kinda they're just like just don't like being around each other but they kind of know that they would that they've got talent that can bounce off of each other you know you should write this fanfic eric what kanye and drake hanging out yeah what do you think they they do you ever notice how cheese is a square man (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah i have (laughs) so you don't think that's weird (laughs) (laughs) who are you doing right now (laughs) who do you think i'll let you decide that i'll let you decide that <laughs> my, I mean, my official Drake Kanye opinion is just like, yeah. <laughs> That's about as articulate as I can get on it. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? What? What is there to say about Kanye in 2018? Like, a whole lot. Yeah, man. It's just like, I honestly don't think that. The the gossip headlines are a thing that's actually happened. I think it's a thing that very could well have happened or maybe about to happen. Kanye keeps acting like he does, but... Which are you referring to? Yeah, the the one where Drake allegedly crept down the block and... Made a right? Made a right okay. and hit the lights. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Like, we all wondering who Kiki is, I think. is that That's what you're referring to. Yeah, if we want to just keep getting more, <laughs> we just want to keep getting like less, you know, about this. But yeah, it's I don't know. I think Kanye really needs to get his shit together 
and he sees Drake out here too big to fail and about to be like the artist of the generation and he's freaking out because I don't think so though because Kanye doesn't think he's he he can fail either like that New York Times article like that interview when he was just like yeah I'm not getting canceled like these people are sheep he knows that at this point regardless if he loses his core fan base he's still gonna have they're gonna be replaced with like MAGA fans or whatever you know what I mean so it's just like there's still gonna be fans who are like gonna go crazy for him you know what I mean like I don't think he cares I think at the end of the day it's not a matter of who the fans is he just wants the adoration you know God that's sad God (laughs) hmm yeah all love isn't good love man it's just is that weird. a Drake line? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think it is. But we could. Very we could well double could check be. that. Just weird to see the trajectory of just like Drake wouldn't exist without 808s. All the Kanye like worship on his mixtapes and all that kind of stuff. Just to see how this is all snowballed into something that nobody probably saw coming. What a simpler time. What, what a simpler, a simpler time. time. Auto-tune, come back. Well, there's a thing. This would have never happened if Kanye hadn't dissed T-Pain and tried to ruin him. So Maybe this is also Jay-Z's fault. I think some, Maybe we should have never some killed way. Auto-tune. I mean, Push does rap on a beat from a Jay-Z song. A butterfly flaps its wings in Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you guys think is going to happen? Do you have any predictions? What, between Kanye and Drake? Uh, heat death of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think global warming happens and yeah. none of this matters anymore. It's true. But until then... They're just going to post a fake-ass picture with a dumb-ass caption and everybody's going to go crazy in the comments with some sort of... There's going to be some... Emoji that represents both of them. Think pieces will be written. Think pieces will be written. We'll write a blog about it. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. blog about it. I think the funniest thing that could happen is Watch the Throne 2 is Jay and Drake, just out of spite. <laughs> that would definitely be the funniest <laughs> thing that could happen out of this. And then Kanye's got to go get, like, fucking Big Sean for his Watch the Throne. <laughs> like, yeah. Big Sean, what, why didn't he get a an album this summer? <laughs> Didn't, we didn't ask for it, but we didn't. Nobody asked for it, but I thought about it the other day. Like, damn, Big Sean got the ask gift how of he's getting doing? to stay out of all of this. Yeah, <laughs> Big Sean probably saw this shit going on and was like, ah, you know who should have gotten a release during that time? Two chains. I think I he thought would. you were gonna say designer. He would have done well. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you didn't mean designer? I'm positive. Man. Yeah, who was it the other day on a pocket? Well, not the other day, but like a little while ago on a. Oh, yeah, uh, the, uh, again, somebody I don't feel like talking about his name, but one of a, a, a internet personality who is frequently on Twitch and has bad opinions. The round one. Oh, that's one. most people on Twitch. Yeah. The round one, the round one. <laughs> yes, the, uh, the one who uh, Erica uh, Badu said looks like Jerry the Mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was trying to talk about designer has more bars than future. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, I also agree that Designer should have got a release this year just to put that whole argument to rest. Yeah. Well, you know, we've kind of gone through a lot here, but we've barely even really scratched the surface. Um, We're not going to 
do another month of this podcast, but we've got a, a couple more minutes on this edition, this special edition for Drake's birthday. Um, what a great birthday present we gave you. What a great birthday present. So I think just um, by like vaguely talking shit for like forty minutes. Yeah, yeah just, well, just like well, no, you had to know what your failures were for the year so that you can improve upon them next year. So like basically, do- we're doing this review and this self reflection <laughs> for Drake. The yeah. Drake, yeah. the Drake podcast, an annual review. Yeah, it might, you know, I think we might have to bring this back next October to talk about whatever the hell is Drake comes. getting a raise this year. We got to talk to management. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Drake deserves a raise. I don't think Drake deserves a raise. Well, let's go through some of his other performance, and yeah. then we can decide. I just so, want to know at this point, though, like, what do we expect from Drake? And what, like, if he, if him being shat on by Pusha T didn't, didn't make him hungry enough, like, what, what would have to happen? But I think he is hungry enough. I don't think it's about that. Scorpion would have been good then. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. But I think he thinks Scorpion was good. That's the thing. I don't know if it's hunger so Logic much as like his, his music ceiling. is good too. Hmm. Logic thinks his music is good too. Everybody who makes music. Well, I don't know why we bring Logic into this. Like, yeah. he didn't, he, we do. We do enough Logic jokes. <laughs> like he did. He could have one podcast without somebody making jokes about him. But I agree. Like we think Logic thinks his music is good too. But that's the thing. I don't think it's the thing about Drake. I think he just has a ceiling and. He's hit it. Hmm. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised. We're going to get something more from Drake in 2019. It's, whether it's another playlist. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know if you could sense the, the air quotes on the eye roll. But yeah, I can't yeah, 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 I'm but. surprised that you're able to tell C after we <laughs> so hard there. Um, but I think there will be something. And I don't. unfortunately, I don't think this is going away. Yeah. That's just how it is now. Anyway, so uh, to wrap up the performance review i went through tmz's items about drake this year to kind of just get a smattering of the stuff that he did that wasn't about Pusha T. <laughs> though there's some of that in here too so here's a lightly curated Why are tmz's headlines structured like they this? are really upsetting <laughs> i learned from this i never really noticed it before they also all come in like they're like four lines long anyway I learned a lot about TMZ from this process. So here's here's a brief timeline. I'm going to just motor through them because there's a lot. If there's anything that anybody wants to talk about, feel free to stop me. Um, okay, so January 8th, Drake debuts renovated three-point shot, dot, 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 after grinding with Hoops Coach. So he's paying, I don't care about paying that. somebody to learn how to play basketball. 32, 31 years old. <laughs> January 22nd, Drake mega expensive home renovation, YOLO. February 7th, Drake 50K gift will fund new shelter. $50,000 yeah. gift. I think that that was for the God's Plan video, ultimately, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Um, February 26th, Drake hits... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about the God's Plan video. <laughs> like, I do think Socialist Drizzy was one of the cooler things that happened this year where he took money from a corporation and redistributed it to the poor. Socialist so, Drizzy. Shout yeah. out to Socialist Drizzy. So yeah, I fuck with uh, Socialist Drizzy. All That's right. what happens when you grow up with free healthcare, man. That's true. Mm. On to the next thing that happened after the God's Plan video. A short week later, Drake hits roller skating party. Skates to own music. Nice. March 10th on Drake night at uh, the Toronto Raptors uh, arena. Drake trash talks Rockets then invites them to dinner. <laughs> Which, that's, that's Drake in a nutshell right there. <laughs> Uh, March 15th, Drake Fortnite session with, with Ninja was no fake love, just God's plan. Responding to accusations that it was corporate sponsorship. 
Um, March 17th, Kanye and Drake's serious collaboration going down in Wyoming. We all know how that turned out. Um, then kind of nothing happens for a couple months, for a month at least. Um, I wonder, <coughs> I really do wonder what happened in the month of April for Drake. Um, but May 2nd, Drake blasts NBA player, quote, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> Who do you say that to? Uh, Kendrick Perkins. I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> he, he had to sense something was going on, especially now that we have this intel about what happened in Wyoming via LeBron show. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting erratic with this with this <laughs> language that you don't usually use. Also, apparently it's TMZ doesn't spicy. swear in headlines. Fun to learn. Um, Kendrick Perkins, 6'10", 270. Not someone I would want to yeah, no, Ken- Kendrick Perkins <laughs> just looks like he grew up building railroads. <laughs> like that is that is not someone like yeah, like his his hands are probably as big as Drake's face. Like I don't know if that's a good idea, dude. Okay, so following day, Drake gets a warning from NBA over quote bad language. Reasonable. Uh, May 29th, Pusha T reveals Drake has a secret son and new diss track. May 30th, Arian Foster on Drake's blackface pick. What the fuck is this? Fair. We, we, we were all Arian Foster. Yeah. Um, June 7th, Maury, hey Drake, come on my show if you want to find out if you are the father. (laughs) That could have been an interesting way for things to go. Yeah. Um, June 17th, Lil Yachty, Drake sucks at Fortnite. June 29th, (coughs) Bella Hadid, no I didn't bang Drake, that's not me on Scorpion. July 10th, Drake cheering on Selena at Wimbledon, exes can be friends. July 18th, Drake Uber driver calls him and driver fucking idiot for dinging car. Um, that's wait, wait, read that one again. Drake Uber driver calls him and driver fucking idiot for dinging car. So I clicked on this one because the grammar is really confusing. (laughs) Basically, Drake's driver opened up a door and hit an Uber. (laughs) The cops got called. (laughs) Oh, this headline sounds like Drake was driving an Uber. (laughs) Not quite. Then the following day, he recovered quickly. Drake leads parade of smoking hot chicks. Two days after that, Drake plays Ice Cream Man, drops $10,000 on frozen treats. He bought $10,000 of ice cream for uh, the kids of Calabasas, California. How many kids are in Calabasas? Isn't that like a rich place? The fucking kids of Calabasas can afford their own ice cream. (laughs) Anyway. August 20th, Drake visits 11-year-old heart patient after seeing her Kiki Challenge. Uh, September 3rd, Kim Kardashian sources say rumor she hooked up with Drake is BS. Uh, September 14th, Drake no date with 18-year-old model to rebut uh, Eric's libel in the opening segment. If you've stuck with us this long, (laughs) we've clarified not true according to to the model. Um, He is friends with Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, though. Which is weird. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. No matter how you slice it. Uh, September 23rd, Drake best view in the six from my ball in new basement. Uh, He's uh, got a new mansion in Toronto, and he's put a basketball court in, in the basement. Cool. That's sick. Uh, October 5th, Drake draped an Irish flag. I'm Team Connor. That's not so sick. History won't look kindly on that, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Drake, October 14th, Drake invites LeBron on stage. So who's bigger? Um, In a literal sense, it's definitely LeBron. I mean, like, LeBron can't really invite Drake onto the court (laughs) to, like, take some threes, you know? So, like, I don't don't know about that. It's also building schools out here, so. Yeah. He's, like, my favorite person right now. Not Team Connor. (laughs) Yeah, no, not very, very much not Team LeBron. Uh, October. No, no, you know (laughs) what I meant. (laughs) Drake drops bars, serves trays of Mickey D's at concert after party. 
Uh, and then today, October 23rd, or yesterday, I mean, <laughs> uh, Drake Scooter Braun buy ownership stake in 100 Thieves esports brand. So Drake owns a professional video game team now. It's and quite that, the year. Yeah, that feels telling. Like, start with um, uh, learning how to shoot jumpers and end with buying an esports team. <laughs> That's, there's a, there's an arc there. There's somehow. something. There's something there. We're not quite sure what. Um, Is he running in 2020? <laughs> uh, he's Canadian, so he can't. <laughs> I, I don't you know. Man. Be born when when the there's States. a Drake, there's a way. Isn't it's Ted true. Cruz Canadian too? Yeah, Ted Cruz is Canadian. <laughs> well, okay, Drake's so not 35. Uh, it's uh, true. Oh yeah. Okay. No. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll take Kristen's point. <laughs> well, yeah. I think so. I think um, you know. I think the final thing that we need to do. Is that we got to sing Drake Happy Birthday? I'm not going to do that. It's his birthday. Okay. You're, you're, you're um, more than welcome. We to. sang him Happy Birthday last Just year. Play yeah, Colin, it's true. on so, your own time. Play Ratchet so, Happy Birthday from Scorpion. So we're going to sing Drake Happy Birthday right now, <laughs> and we're all going to do it. Yes, <laughs> I agree that right. I will do that for yes. sure. Wait, which one are we doing? Like Stevie Wonder Happy we're Birthday, or just Wonder like happy the... birthday. we're gonna do normal Happy Birthday? Happy right. Birthday no, 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 to no, no, no. you. Fine, <laughs> all right. And, and this That's is how fuck we're you, gonna... Eric. I promise you, Drake wants a Stevie Wonder they, one. They... If you don't know that one, just say you don't. Trey they... wants runs. <laughs> so we're gonna keep the tradition. We're gonna sing Happy Birthday, and then this this is it. This is the podcast about Drake. Um, all right, and I quit noisy so. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Drake. Happy birthday to you. I had y'all for some. I wish you could look at the y'all could see the way Colin looked at us the entire time. He is Um, furious. Thank you very much for listening to this very special edition of October's Very Owned. Um, I guess we'll probably see you next year. Uh, Maybe. maybe. If any of us are alive by then. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, Quite the year. Um, uh, We managed to make this podcast a little bit shorter than Scorpion. Um, That uh, was the only goal. That was the only goal. Thank you for listening. Um, October's Very Owned, the only podcast that we know of that's about Drake. Except OVO Radio. (laughs) Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.